You're listening to The Gregular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. What's up, guys? It's episode 21 of The Gregular Show. I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, you're probably guessing it's Brendan because it is. Um, Brendan, you want to say hi? Uh, hi. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, you guys were going to talk about a very special year in music today. Uh, it was the year I was born because last week we did the year Brendan was born, and uh, you got to be fair. So that's right. You got to beef air. So we're going to be doing 1993, the great year 1993. A lot of people uh, that I know were born in 1993. Yeah, naturally, because you were also born in that year. Yeah, so anyways, uh, I don't know. Yeah, have, what did you have for dinner? What did I have for dinner? Ah, shit. I don't, oh, yeah, no, I had. Oh, you had shit for dinner. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, but whoa. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. 1993. You know, there were some some great movies in 1993. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were. You know, Jurassic Park. uh, That was a great one. But it's not my favorite. Yeah? No. My favorite 1993 film is um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mr. Doubtfire. (laughs) Yeah? Whoa, don't spoil the ending. Oh, no, wait. (laughs) You know that one. You know, the, the big reveal we find at the ending that... that oh, Mrs. Delphi's actually a man, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's the, that's the M. Night Shyamalan of uh, comedies. That's... Um, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like... Uh, ooh, ha uh-huh. Yeah, right. Anyways, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. We love you. We miss you. Uh, yeah. Great, great movie. One of the funniest fucking movies. And James Bond is in it. Pierce Brosnan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remember he chokes on something and Oh and, man. And Mrs. Doubtfire has to give him the Heimlich. Classic James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Choking on some fucking beef looking motherfucker. <laughs> so, choking on a beef looking motherfucker. That like a whole person that looks like beef. Alright, I'm I'm having too much fun. That's what it's all about at the regular show. We like to have fun here. Um but yeah, yeah, Matilda was in it. Remember Matilda? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she fucking makes shit move with her eyes. I tried doing that every day in school. Never worked. That's right. You get a headache every time. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be staring, and people would be like, "Why are you staring?" I'd be like, "You're gonna break my concentration." Yeah, I'm just trying to break the light bulb. <laughs> Give me yeah. some space. <laughs> I'll tell you. I remember back in elementary school, kids used to throw up all the time. Like every three fucking days, some kid would be <laughs> throwing up in class. And then the janitor would have to come in and they'd have to sprinkle the fucking uh, gum looking shit. And and it smelled terrible, but you're like, well, what smells worse, the gum or the uh, vomit? So they'd sprinkle the gum shit on there and uh, sweep it up and away they went. And uh, it was always good. And, and those were my favorite times in school. <laughs> that and when the kids would bring cupcakes for their birthday because that was great too but, uh, for now, a different reason now which aspect of the vomit and cleaning up of it was good oh the fact that class was being uh, interrupted for a moment 
Oh yeah. Oh, to put focus on the embarrassed kid who bombed. No, 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 okay. no not and, the embarrassed uh, kid. So everybody could watch the you know janitor put down the pixie dust and uh, scoop it away. And well, that usually took like two or three minutes, and that was great. Yeah, yeah, I would say sitting in school, some interruption like that, just watching a janitor do basic janitor stuff. That's kind of fun. Well, it's fun, and you know, it gives you a great appreciation for what these men and women do. Oh yeah! Shout out to all my janitor fans out there. Yeah, uh, we love you, janitors at the regular show. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, movies. Uh, I have a favorite movie in 1993. Uh, so as we know, Paulie Shore, biggest, most famous actor at the time. Yeah. Uh, son-in-law. Uh, you know, if you ever watched Encino Man, um, different movie. Uh, but same guy, he plays like the same exact character. They got different names, but for whatever reason, uh, Brendan Fraser's caveman character uh, from Encino Man makes an appearance for like five seconds. I in, don't think uh, it was the same character. I think somewhere. it's just Brendan Fraser being there. Yeah, I don't know, man. He had the same exact hair and was silent and acted like caveman words. And I mean, the style, like the, the wardrobe in both of these movies, it's like the same thing. Uh, I don't know, man. But but anyway, yeah, it's pretty much just Polly Shore is acting like he does in every movie he's in, and is uh, he I don't know tells a tells a girl that he goes to college with. Who's the girl? Uh, ah, shit. Is she notable from other it's, movies? It's Carla Gugino, the woman from Spy Kids, the mother from Spy Kids. Oh, of course, everybody know. Ah, Fluke geez. is a madman. Help us, save us. You know the comedy bit. Ah, geez, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's you know, one of those kinds of things, like, can you really enjoy a Polly Shore movie? And, and the answer is yes, you know, Always. you can can ha- be a good critic and still say this is a five-star, okay, maybe three and a half, okay, maybe two-star movie, but, like, good, far better than bad. So, okay, anyway, So he was Link. Fuck you. Oh, oh, geez, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, why else would he be there for yeah, two he's seconds? Brendan Fraser, the, man. He's John the, Wayne. And but Polly Shore's character has a different name in the movie from the other. So there's literally you know, the, this yeah, universe. He's crawling. he's crawling this one. The universe he uh, lives in abides by no real world boundaries. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Give son-in-law a watch. Uh, it's it's fine. It's a very fine movie. Farming in it. Got a great soundtrack. Oh yes, yes. Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Spin Doctors. Falling down the goo goo dolls. I mean, goo goo dolls. That's right. Oh, geez, all right. Having even more fun. Dick. No, 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 I know. I just... You know who else is in Son in Law? Kelly Kapowski herself, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Gorgeous woman. And, oh. uh, yeah, she was she was great in that. Yeah. She was the one who was like used as the uh, red herring or whatever to uh, to trick. Crawl to, into to bamboozle, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, so so good, good, good movie. Any uh, how how you doing, Grip? Well, I'm doing fucking fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I uh, had some great shrimp for dinner. Oh, yeah, that's right, I had sausage or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there it is. The mystery of what we had for dinner tonight, it's been solved. So, yeah, yeah, any. Any any downsides to 1993, Greg? Do you have yeah a... yeah as great as great as some of the songs were, there were some shit ones in there too. 
Mm, yeah, I, I agree. And this is the part where we like to pay homage to the shitty songs. Now, uh, of course, it's a subjective uh, thing, you know. My least favorite song of 1993 is probably some jackass's favorite song of 1993. <laughs> don't, let, so. don't let that, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, we love you jackasses. We love all the jackasses out there. Uh, yeah. Um, San Francisco Days by Chris Isaac. Now, don't get me wrong. Oh, I fucking love uh, Wicked Game. Wicked Game by Chris Isaac, but but that's not what we're talking about. So I'd go to work at the uh, damn grocery store, and you know you'd hear San Francisco Days, San Francisco Days, and I'm like. What the fuck is that song? And and I recognize the guy's voice. I'm like, but this song is terrible because you don't hear anything he's saying except for San Francisco day, San Francisco day. <laughs> oh, and I had to listen to it like on my own time. I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is a terrible song. I I listened to it once and I'm forgetting how it sounded, but the way you're doing it right there sounds like the most annoying thing that I would love. Yeah. But no, I, I think I remember being very critical and like, why, why do you present this to me? <laughs> so, yeah. So you know how it feels. So you have perspective. Oh yeah, perspective. Hand reaching right for you. Okay. So uh, my my least favorite. You know, it's it's a tie it between between like four different. But anyway, um, okay. So starting off, one of my least faves is "Ain't It Fun" by Guns N' Roses. Now this song, you know, it's, it's not "Ain't It Fun" by Parable. That's right, and it is off a covers album, The Spaghetti Incident, uh, with a question mark at the end of that, which I don't understand, The Spaghetti Incident? So, so that's how you're supposed to say the album name. Um, and if you look at the cover, you get major SpaghettiOs vibes from that oh, yeah. pile of spaghetti. Yeah, it's definitely fucking SpaghettiOs. Uh, even though it's not O's, it's, it's just, like, you, you look at it and you'll understand. So, yeah, no, just, like, the song's got some good old, you know, intense rockin' uh, vibes to it, you know, I, I respect the instrumental, you know, good shit, but they do a bunch of, they do this a bunch of times through the song, where they do the, yeah, like, like they do the, the Megadeth, the Dave Mustaine thing, <laughs> where they, where they think that singing like this is edgy. And and no no that that taints the song. I'm I'm calling it out. You know what a great song on that album is? Um, what's that? Oh no! Ah, jeez, yeah, it it took me a second. I thought you were just screaming like Axl Rose just because. Hey, you know what's a good Guns N' Roses song? Ah. No. Uh, but, but that's a fun part for the listeners because they get surprised. Ah, uh, jeez, <laughs> we're so sorry. We'll we'll hire a producer in ten years to to normalize that volume for you. No, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I hope okay. you got money, pal. No, no, no. I'll I'll just learn how to. Anyway, my next um song uh, now you know. Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. Fuck you. And, and, you know, respect to the song for what it is. It, it is their iris and their don't stop believing. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I just heard it so damn much. I mean, it's one of those songs, literally like those other two I just mentioned, that I can only enjoy it if I can scream and sing it out as loud as I can. Otherwise, hey, it's a party. But I will never listen to this song in my free time. I've had enough of it. Uh, anyway, yeah, Mr. Jones, Counting Crows. And now my next one. And, oh gosh, I'm, I'm 
number of uh, hated songs. Uh, Leaving Las Vegas by Sheryl Crow. Now, lyrically, nothing against this song, but there is something loud about it that I'm just not digging. Um, it reminds me too much of Steve McQueen, but I like that song. Yeah, yeah, no, a good, good, better one there. And then, and then, last, last of my least favorites. Uh, I swear, my least favorites list isn't twenty songs long. It's uh, "Crazy" by Aerosmith. Now, I typically lump it into the same category as all their other ballads because, damn, they had that weird period in like you know i don't know what 89 to 90 something where just almost every hit that they had was bad yeah yeah and and i'm just not i'm never digging that period of aerosmith um so crazy is debatably my least favorite of all of them um not to be confused with crying on the same album which is pretty good it's a good fucking song um so yeah yeah those that's right. Hey, every good song is Paco Buchanan. Uh There's also uh, songs that aren't that. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So that, that's the pessimistic part of uh, tonight. Um, four least favorites. So, yeah. yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's get in on those honorable mentions. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 All right. All right. You, you want to start? You want me to start? What's, what's your feeling tonight, Greg? Oh, you always start. The guest always starts. That's the way it goes with the regular show. Y'all know that. That's right. Brendan's first. I entered the door before you. My first honorable mention, Informer by Snow. Now, uh, we've all probably heard this song, you know, Informer. You know, it's going to be so me. I'm going to lick you. Boom, boom, down. You know, that was the number one down. song when I was born. Wow. That you know, but I don't blame it. I it's fun. It is fun, and you just can't understand half the words in it. Um, the guy says something like, you know, people think I'm from Jamaica, but me born and raised in. <laughs> you can't understand what he says after that either. So this man's just a mystery. Uh, Informer by Snow, fun little hip hopping song there. Um, my next one, uh, open up by Left Field featuring John Lydon. Now, that is the name of, uh, the the real name of Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols and uh, Public Image Limited. Uh, this is just a really nice, fun dance song. It's got the good old intense, loud vibes. Uh, there's some part in it that reminds me exactly of Derude Sandstorm. Um... And yeah, yeah, no, that that's pretty much it. I, uh, oh, fuck, sorry. Uh, Informer was not number one when I was born. It was I uh, Can't Help Falling in Love by that shit, you know, that shit <laughs> song by UB40. Ah, jeez, man, jeez. Uh, you know, but I get the same I get the same idea from, from UB40 and Snow in some ways. Yes, they're I can, the same guy to me. You know, do they remove their sunglasses? I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, open Up by Left Field. Good old... Good old uh, Mortal Kombat vibes up in there. And then my next one, uh, Pets by Porno for Pyros. And that is the uh, Perry Farrell's, uh, you know, project uh, apart from Jane's Addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, probably their biggest song, Pets, um, is just a nice bleak look at humanity just saying adults are fucked up and kids are fucked up and we'll make great pets. And then the you know a bunch of other shit and like the instrumental is nice and unique and kind of kind of eerie uh but you know they got some bongo action up in there and uh, i i like it 
It's uh, it's a good ass song that uh, y'all should give a listen. Guitars and Bongos by Lou Christie. Yeah, also give a listen to Guitars and Bongos by Lou Christie. Um, no further comment. Okay, it's not good, but listen to it. Uh, okay, okay, and then my next honorable mention, um, Bop Gun, One Nation by uh, Ice Cube featuring George Clinton. Now, this song is just a, uh, just like, a, you know, your regular hip-hop song that goes for 11 minutes, you know how it is. They have a single version that's more listenable, that's like, you know, under four minutes, that's to the point. But, uh, you know, and in which, when the word fuck gets said, they say funk instead, which is, which is very nice. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's pretty much just, uh, an homage to, like, George Clinton's work with Funkadelic and Parliament, a bunch of ver- lyrical references to all their songs, and a lot of other, you know, uh, disco songs. Um, you know, Ring My Bell, and they got some words from uh, Genius of Love in there. By Tom Tom Club, shout out to my uh, fucking uh, damn t- Talking Heads fans. You you know exactly what I'm talking about, Ice Cube music. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah, just uh, I like my long and drawn out 11 minute long hip hop songs. Just like your long and drawn out descriptions of long and drawn out 11 minute hip hop songs. Hell yeah. And then, uh, then my last uh, honorable mention is "Low" by Cracker. Yeah, great, it sure is. great name for what a thing. What does it sound like? Ah, jeez, do I do you have something in mind that it sounds like? Ah, it just sounds like a Tom Petty song. Oh damn, that's what I was thinking. Why I just heard it tonight? Yeah, it does sound like a Tom Petty song. It like I can't really lump it into some subgenre of rock. It's just a good rock song. Uh, yeah, "Low" by Cracker. How about you, Greg? What's your uh, honorables? Uh, you know, 1993 is such a good fucking year for music. Uh, to have to narrow it down to 15 songs was incredibly difficult, but here we are. Um, number 15, by the Crash Test Dummies. It's the song featured in uh, Dumb and Dumber when Harry and Lloyd are like separating halfway through the movie. It's that guy with a really deep voice. Once there was this kid who... You know, and all that shit. And uh, it's a fun fucking song. People love it. People hate it. Very fun, happy song. Yeah, very (laughs) very fun. Um, But it's one of those songs that, you know, you put it on and somebody's like, this is dog shit. And that's okay. Like, I totally understand why somebody would think that. Uh, I like it. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, Number 14. Uh, you would think I would say Daughter by Pearl Jam, but actually I like elderly woman behind the counter in a small town a little bit more. I, I would say that is also my favorite off that album. Yeah, was that uh, Versus? That's Versus, yeah. And I, you know, uh, they they got another few good ones on there. You know, whole thing is damn good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good album. Um... But yeah, it's just it's one of those songs that uh, it builds and it builds and it builds. Hearts and thoughts, they fade, fade away. You know, Eddie Vedder. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. uh, we love Pearl Jam at the regular show. They were in our top ten. Yeah. Favorite bands. Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, my next honorable mention, everybody loves this one. This is a uh, classic. Insane in the Brain. Cypress Hill, 
Oh yeah, I'm a I'm more of a hits from the bong man myself because it's the same song. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just it's a it's a fun fun hip hop song. Uh, sounds weird, you know. Those guys were always uh, always sounding weird. Their their songs. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You know that that's pretty much it. Yeah, that guy's voice. It's great. But it's a it's a fun song, uh, and I think it was used in an episode of King of the Hill once, which uh, I love that. But yeah, insane in the membrane, insane in the brain, insane in the membrane, insane in the brain. Uh, I can't say any of the other words because they're not appropriate. But you know, you love this song. Oh yeah. Uh, Fade into you by Mazzy Star. Oh yeah, it's one of those ethereal songs. Uh, that's one you put on your lovemaking playlist right there. Oh, yeah, this song's freaking beautiful. It sounds like it came out of a Rick and Morty episode, people. Uh, if you haven't heard it, it was featured in the film Starship Troopers, a fantastic movie that everyone needs to see. I am up this movie's ass. Watch it, everybody. I don't know. I think it's uh, one of Paul Verhoeven's least uh, good movies. Whoa. Hey, listen, he also directed Showgirls and uh, Total Recall, so, I mean, that's tough. It, you know, f- f- stars all across the board. Ain't, yeah. ain't nothing, you can't can't lick those movies. But uh, Mazzy Star, you know, just what a what a fantastic sounding uh, song, Faded Team. And it's, it's a little trippy, you know, it's, it's, but it's a great fucking song. Um... Give it a listen. It's it's one of those songs that didn't really blow up. Um, people, a lot of people probably haven't heard it. You know, it's on that underground shit. But um, I love it. Oh, I, yeah. I discovered it back in two thousand like nine. Yeah. But uh, yeah. The next one, Disarm, by Smashing Pumpkins. There's a fun fun fact about Disarm. It's not tonight tonight. By Smashing Pumpkins. Those are two different songs. Oh yeah. Which, uh, but I just yeah yeah. Disarm is such a good fucking song. That was the same album as uh, what Cherub Rock and. Uh, yeah, I almost put Cherub Rock on my list there. I freaking love that song. That was the first song Chris played on Guitar Hero, and he was like fucking up real bad, and it was hilarious. He'll he'll remember that when he listens to this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, Disarm, beautiful fucking song. It's got those bills, ding dong, ding, and shit. Oh yeah, you know, little little build up every every verse, you know, and gets all nice and loud and pretty uh, each chorus, you know. I used to be a little boy. <laughs> Believe me. You know, no, yeah, that's the, tonight, tonight. That's the difference. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> exactly. That's why we say these things. <laughs> well, folks, uh, that's that's the end of my honorable mentions. Here we go. We're we're that's right. Have a good night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, alrighty. The Griddle, uh, my number ten, "Living on the Edge" by Aerosmith. Uh, you know, and hey, I I smack Aerosmith on the wrists for putting out nothing but ballads. But you know what? This song ain't a ballad, so good good on them. Uh, you know what my favorite part of that song is what is it? It's when Steven Tyler goes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be hanging out, and then you know, freaking sounds and you know, I like what even what even is it? 
uh, you know, I don't find the man's voice to be remotely pleasant after 1975, but damn if they don't have good songs anyway. Hey, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing is a great fucking song. Oh, yeah, I just want to blast that right in my ears. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I have nothing against it, but also... Uh, so, so anyway, yeah, just living on the edge. I love it. Good old, you know, multiple different movements and feelings in the song, you know. You, you just... I don't, it sounds unique. Very, very unique song. Uh, living on the Edge by Aerosmith. Uh, how about you, Greg? Uh, you ever listen to Living in the Fridge by Weird Al? Mm, yeah, you know, coincidentally, they're quite similar. Yeah, they came out in the same year. That, that Weird Al, there's something. I'm on to him. He's doing something. Uh, let's see here. My number 10. You're going to laugh at me. <laughs> but you know it. You dumbass. Uh, how could you pick that one? It's oh, a Cheryl no. Crow song. And you know which one it is. Oh, I know. It's strong enough. That's right. That's right. I know my stuff. Everybody yeah. loves All I Want to Do. They say it's the Soak Up the Sun before Soak Up the Sun came out. And they'd be correct. Um, but Cheryl Crow is so much more than fun songs. She's also romantic songs and serious songs. And uh, Strong Enough is one of those songs that, you know... When you listen to it, the words, you're like, lie to me, I promise, I'll believe. Lie to me, but please don't leave. Um, that doesn't sound very healthy. Yeah, like, obviously it's not healthy, but it's a it's a beautiful fucking song. And, uh, I don't know, I, obviously there's some problematic uh, themes in the song, but um, I love it. I think it's uh, her best song off that album. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And all I want to do in Soak Up the Sun are the most overplayed fucking songs in the history of music and other than hey, Number 5. But they're a little fun. They're, they're fun, <laughs> but, but Cheryl Crow is too good of an artist to uh, to not have her other songs be recognized in the same regards. Yeah. yeah. That's two, two uh, years in a row uh, I have a Cheryl Crow in my top ten. Hey, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, so yeah, my number nine, number nine, uh, Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you know it, we talk about the man all the time, Sir Tom Jones, uh, does a cover of this with the, the British man Robbie Williams. We've yeah, probably we talked mentioned about it. this last week. Ah, shit, just last week. Well, you guys know exactly what, what I'm talking about, probably. You're ready, Robbie? Yeah, I'm ready, Tom. It's freaking, that it's the good song, and you know... Yeah. Uh, it's just a freaking fast, high-energy bop. You know, Lenny Kravitz can do no wrong. He is one of the damn greats. Um, yeah, yeah, no, not, not too much I want to uh, gotta say about that. Really? I was, well, shit, I don't know. It, it was in one of them Gran Turismo games. Hey, shout out to Sherman. Uh, you know, good, hey, good racing game music right there, if anything. It's a great fucking song. That riff, man. Alright, pal. Okay. Well, let's just do that for 10 minutes. The, but, the uh, audience loves that shit. I, I, um, is the audience great? Right, yeah. but, but, anyways. Um, Shout out to the audience. Uh, we love the Greg Heads at the Gregular Show. We love Greg at the Gregular Show. Alrighty. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, Lenny Kravitz is one of those guys that. Uh, I don't know, I feel like he gets swept under the rug a little bit when uh, we talk about the greats, the great artists of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, he's just, he's so fucking good. 
Um, all right. Number nine for me. It's uh, Far Behind by Candlebox. This is one of those songs that, uh, you know, it's pretty much grunge is almost on its way out. You know, it hit its peak in 91, uh, 92, still going strong. But by the end of 93, you know, you're, you're seeing the embers of the flame that once was grunge. That's right. You got your blurs and your oasis smacking them to the curb. And uh, But this song, Far Behind, uh, give it a listen. If you have not heard it before, um, it is an incredibly emotional song. But I th- I'd say it holds its own uh, with any of the other uh, great grunge songs of the time. Um, unfortunately, Candlebox didn't have too much success, uh, as far as I saw, you know. Right. You don't really hear them on the radio. Far Behind gets played once in a while on, uh, classic rock stations or, um, hard rock stations, but, but I never really hear anybody talking about it, and I've never heard anybody else, like, play it on their radio or on their playlists or anything like that. Um, which is why I want to bring some attention to it. It's just, it's a, it's a good fucking song. And, and there's some deep emotion in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love it. But, uh, yeah. It's a great fucking song. Uh, check it out, Candlebox Far Behind. If you haven't heard it, uh, we, we love Candlebox. That's a great good show. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, yeah, my number eight. Number eight, We Are the Normal by Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, you looking at my list? No, oh wait, was that your number eight specifically as well? Yeah. Well, how about it? Um, hey, you know, it's a good number eight song. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, uh, they got their album Superstar Car Wash in 1993. Damn good album, you know, before, uh, you know, before their super, super bigness. That's a phrase. Um, yeah, no, and they, they've just got some damn good hit quality stuff, uh, before, you know, Name and Iris and all the stuff everybody knows comes out, and this song is just, you know, it's got the pretty stuff in it, the old violin noises, and, uh, just build up, you know, it's freaking loud and, and pretty and emotional, and I absolutely love it. What, uh, what say you, Greg? Yeah, um... We Are The Normal was the first song I found from that album, just going through, uh, you know, because I love the Goo Goo Dolls, um, so I'm like, alright, what else do these guys make? You know, because they have friggin' 2,000 songs, and uh, they're so good. Yeah, I, you know, I and I usually disown any type of song that has that We Are thing in it, you know what I'm talking about, there's a bunch of songs that have a bunch of We Are, We Are, We Are. And I just hate that trope. But this song is just fine. It makes up for it in every other way. Uh, just, you know, talking about freaking flaws and shit being beautiful and whatnot. Uh, we live and, and we die for no reason why. Uh, great lyric. Um, but yeah. Yeah, they're... they're I'd say Superstar Carlos is probably their third best album, in my opinion, or or their second, depending on uh, where you land with a boy named Goo and uh, Dizzy, Dizzy up, up the, the girl. girl. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you if you're a fan of Goo Goo Dolls, check this one out because I feel like not a lot of people really have have noticed it. 
Yeah, no, it is a damn good rock album. A good, good variety of, you know, tempos and sounds and everything all around. You know, you can't ask for too much more from a well-balanced, uh, you know, 90s rock album. No, Falling Down, great fucking song. Who's in Sign Law with oh, Pauly yeah. Shore. Pauly Shore. Uh, Girl Right Next to Me, that's a good one. Domino, uh, Stop the World, great fucking song. On the Lie, Close Your Eyes. Just, like, the whole fucking album. Give it a, check it out. Oh, yeah. We love Robbie and uh, Johnny and all the other guys at the uh, Goo Goo Dolls. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, number seven for me, uh, Shine by Collective Soul. All right. Uh, uh, such a damn important song, you know. Their biggest hit for sure. You know, you hear it on the old classic rocks and radio, all the good jazz. Uh, just a damn good rock song. Um, can't, you know, say too much of like, hey, I know exactly what it's about. I mean, it's pretty much just like, hey, love is, love is happening and, uh, and show yourself people, you know, and then, uh, you know, after a cool guitar solo or, or before, ah, shit, I forget, (laughs) but funny voice, man, sounds good most of the time. Ed Rollins, you shit, Ed Rollins. Sometimes he have funny voice. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love Collective Soul. They're they're one of my twenty favorite bands, but but I just really don't. I don't know. I find that Shine is the their most overplayed song. That's the Mister Jones of the County Crows, if you will. Oh yeah, and uh, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I feel like I like so many of their other songs so much more. No, yeah, no, I, I feel that it's it's one of those ones that's super big. That's like you know I've heard it a lot, but it hasn't quite reached the status of uh, overplaying in my head, and you know not, not quite as many people talk about it as they do say Mr. Jones and Don't yeah. Stop Leaving Iris and all those good things. Okay. <laughs> that song and so. uh, Lightning Crashes to me those will those are always hold go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't thought about that. Yeah, but. Did I ever tell you that? You know, the, the I'd like say, oh, yeah, these two bands are the same, like uh, <laughs> better than Ezra and the Jim Blossoms and Live and Collective Soul and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like we had that conversation a while back. No, a lot of similar bands. Not that they're bad for being similar, but I I do equate them with each other. Yeah, no, it's compliments. You know, you're comparing a great thing to a great thing. They all have amazing bodies of work. Everybody. It's like a blowjob and a handjob. Everybody loves them. Whoa, Whoa buddy. We got. We love the comedy. That's we've got show. kiddos, youngins, boys listening to this show, Greg. No, I, I have hope no, not. I have no idea. I'm not just. This you know, is an adult <laughs> show. I label it explicit I, for a reason so that the people that come to get their daily fixture of comedy can hear it yeah. uninterrupted. Unadulterated. Yeah, and, and I ain't keeping tabs on the fan base, nor do I have the tools to do so. Yeah, Yet, no, no, okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, my number seven. How about you? Um, I'd say it's probably the most beautiful song, uh, of Every 1993. Um, Linger by the Cranberries. Uh, it's one of those songs that just it melts your fucking heart every time you hear it. It was used in the, the great film Click with Adam Sandler. And if you haven't seen that, um, Watch that movie and you tell me, you tell me, you look me in the eye and you tell me that that linger doesn't fucking kill you when you hear it, because shit. But uh, 
It's a beautiful fucking song. Rest in peace, Dolores O'Riordan. She uh, was great. She was she was a great front front woman for uh, the Cranberries, and and she's gone too soon. But uh, you know, here we are, speaking of her memory and uh, telling the world about the great song that was "Linger." Oh yeah, "Linger." I love yeah. "Linger." It's a, it's a song about like cheating and this guy's being a dick and. You know, he's got it wrapped around his finger. Stringing her along. He's just stringing her along, lying to her and all that shit. It's got almost like um, the same song is Strong Enough, if you think about it. Yeah. Same no, ideas, and, I guess. And those songs being all damn pretty, you know, linger with the slow, uh, gentle snare and the cymbal and the string sounds, you know, like, like what unhealthy... But beautiful, uh, you know, themes to be just uh, gotten across in gentle fashion. That's one for the cuddling playlist. You know, there's the fucking playlist, the lovemaking playlist, then there's the cuddling playlist. And, and that's the one that you put on after you fucked or made love. Well, I don't care what, but you know. That's right. But, but you gotta add the rose petals to the bed after the fucking. No, no, you do it before. <laughs> Every self-respect in sex person that's what we'll that's what we'll call those folks uh puts the flowers up in the bed yeah. before the fuck so and if you can't find rose petals get dandelions they work the same yeah you know right when they've bloomed or after they've turned into the white cottony seed things <laughs> get a bunch of those floating around your room <laughs> that's right when you're moving the bed and they fly up into the air just try not to breathe them in that that's the only hazard uh okay so so enough about the details of flowers and bork and um yeah six. number six big speaking of this sensual stuff big time sensuality by bjork oh yeah i knew this was gonna be up there you knew it was going to be up there. This song is my shit. It is just a freaking weird dance song. Um, the uh, Yoko Ono of Iceland. The Yoko Ono of sounding good. That's that's what we'll call it. Ouch. I, hey, if you, anybody tell me Yoko Ono's got the good shit, I don't know. I mean, Man, Yoko is going to come over here. She's going to kick your ass. Hey, Happy Christmas War is Over is a great song. Happy Christmas War. It's, she sounds the least weird and bad on that one. I will all agree. Um, but yeah, yeah, just, you know, Bjork, what a freaking fantastic uh, catalog she got all up in this album. You know, Human Behavior uh, is another great one on the album. But no, nah, just freaking big time sensuality. She says a lot of, like, gibberish uh, during you, you know in songs where vocalists just show off their voice and do a bunch of grunts and yelling and stuff she she does a good amount of that and at one point she says something like Bia Tomato eh, which you know that's it just sounds like Bia Tomato that you will hear it at like I don't know two minutes and thirty seconds or something like that into the song uh, definitely worth keeping the ear out for uh, but anyway I love it unironically nice dance song big time sensuality uh, how about you, Greg? Uh, um, I still oh. say it's also quite a better Bjork song. Oh, uh, uh, hey, man, hey, you know, an army of me is the best one. You know, hey, we, we'll all agree. We'll uh, all agree to disagree. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, speaking of sex and big time sexuality and all that shit. Uh, number six, "Laid" by James. Mm. You know, this is the American Pie song. It starts out with that little guitar lick, and then uh, comes in on the drums. You know. 
Oh yeah, the fans are loving <laughs> this. It's that really high note that I'm not going to hit right now because my neighbors are sleeping. But um, yeah, it's a great fucking song. Um, she only comes when she's on top, which which on the uh, radio edit he has to say sing because apparently comes is a. Uh, she only sings when she's on top. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But in the lyric sheets, it's spelled like C O M E S in there. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, people were offended by that. I don't. She, I don't know. I don't she, get offended by things. She, she only arrives to partake in the sexuals if she gets to be on top. She, they don't mean the coom. But okay. yeah, it's a it's a great fucking uh, pop rock song from from 1993. James, laid by James. Oh yeah. Um, Talking about a lot of covers. Matt Nathanson covered it. I saw that live. That was great. Uh, better than Ezra covers it. Um, they all sound similar, but but it's a great fucking song. Um, if you haven't heard before, you've probably been living under a rock. But uh, go <laughs> check it out. All right, it's a great fucking song. I don't know. I don't know how much more I can say. Um, yeah, no, just about enjoying the sex and then the uh, and then the very polar, you know, unhealthy and beautiful parts of having a having a partner. You know, yeah, I've you're gone driving. You're driving me crazy. When are you coming home? And a few other lines that go from delightful to, to your hands morbid. Inside the till, slammed your fingers in the door, fought with kitchen knives and skewers. I'm sorry, but if if you're at the point in your relationship where you're when you're fighting with kitchen knives and skewers, I think it's time to uh, get a new partner. Yeah. No, nah, that's just pretty stuff. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, wonderful song. Um. So number five, we're jumping into the top. Oh, excuse me. Oh, jeez. You that, pig. That, you fucking pig. That is the most the audience ex- is offended. explicit part of the show, guys. I am so. Please, I'm swear I take showers. Okay, so uh, number five, Dreams by the Cranberries. Never heard of it. I, uh, you know, I'd say just about on the same fame wavelength as uh, Linger. You know, it's. All of them overshadowed by zombies. Uh, but, you know, freaking another beautiful song that's got the old echoey uh, guitar filters up in there and the build-up uh, deep drums and just... Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, yeah, and at the very end of the song, just doing the... Uh, you know, some Yoko Ono stuff. Whoa, that is exactly... Whoa, whoa. Yeah, oh, she, she's coming up a lot today. <laughs> Um, but still nonetheless good, you know, nothing too outrageous and just, uh, yeah, no, I, I just love this song. Uh, can't say too many specifics about it. Um, it was, uh, in the trailer of the Babysitter's Club, uh, on the <laughs> Indian in the Covered VHS tape. That's what I remember most about it. Yeah, if, if y'all are following and like, are like, oh, I know exactly what he's talking about. You then know, you're the, you're the real G's, man, because... Because if you lived in the 90s and you had Indian in the Cupboard on VHS, you're the real shit, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I would go ahead and say no one can relate, but I have just a sneaking suspicion that everyone owns that on VHS. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm being for real. I, we gotta have a watch. No, I, we, we cannot have a watch party for that one. With, with up to <laughs> nine people. No, no more than that. <laughs> no, but I meant like a uh, DVD com- or like a commentary. Because eventually, guys... What I want to do is, uh, Greg heads. What I want to do is have a uh, listen here, guys. Have a watch like a watch a watch along podcast episode where I have a guest come over and we basically do commentary for a movie 
Um, let me know if you think that's a good idea or not. I'm still going to do it. But, uh, yeah, let me know. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we have to be very uh, tame <laughs> when we watch the movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put the filter on for all the controversial things. We have whole routines. No, yeah, no, no. We just... <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that that type of movie you really can't make make too many jokes about it. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Watch um, Watch Indian in the Cupboard. Listen to Dreams by the Cranberries. Oh yeah. Oh, oh but first, one more thing about uh, Indian in the Cupboard. What was that thing that the uh, that the Native American fellow uh, said? I was in the forest teaching my nephew to be a man. You should not do magic. You do not understand. <laughs> Yeah, he was spitting the bars. He was spitting. This motherfucker was spitting real bars, man. Uh, he actually does rap. I, I looked him up. He, oh. uh, he does perform rap music. Well, yeah. that's why it rhymed. Well, yeah. good to know it comes full circle. He got his... Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Dreams Cranberries. How about your number five? Uh... It's also a lady singing. Uh, it's Possession by Sarah McLaughlin. Mm. I don't know why I worded it like that. <laughs> it's, it's a lady. It's um, a gentlewoman. You guys know Sarah McLaughlin from those uh, animal commercials where they're sitting in the uh, pound or whatever. And she's like, hi, I'm the, Sarah McLaughlin. The hound Buy pound. a dog. You motherfuckers, buy a fucking dog or I'll come to your house. <laughs> Look at um, this dog on my lap. It's crying. You're a bad guy if you right. don't take it from me. That's right. Sarah McLaughlin knows what's up. Um, but this is Possession. This is Possession by Sarah McLaughlin. This was like her first big hit in the uh, States, I'd say. Um, you know, it's the take a breath away. <laughs> and it's a great fucking song. Um, fun fact, there was this crazy man who uh, would write Sarah McLaughlin letters, sometimes threatening. And uh, he was in jail. And he was basically like, yeah, I'll come to your house and I'll do bad things and uh, you're going to love it. And then when he like was founded out, he killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but apart from the terrifying backstory of the song, give it a listen. Um, it's probably my top top three favorite Sarah McLaughlin songs of all time. That's right. You gotta do that. You gotta do that um, podcast list. There, top three sermon. <laughs> uh, I'm bad man, bad bad man. But no, you're a dick. Hey, but hey, it, it is an excellent song. I, I will agree with you right like, there. Like Ice Cube said on Twitter, go go eat several dicks. Several. Please go eat several dicks. Ah, uh, jeez, he he knows what's up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I drink some of him right now. I have a I have a cup of him. You had iced tea. Don't don't be an asshole. <laughs> okay, I have I drank some iced tea tonight. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so number four, number four. Um, you may have your opinions on the following man. Uh, well, okay. I mean, well, facts. He's kind of a horrible person. Um, but is this another Kid Rock song? No. Oh God. But I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Uh, bump and grind <sighs> by R. Kelly. Um, the law is telling me no. <laughs> but my body, my body. Oh, yeah. geez. It, it doesn't feel good to, to improv these words. But you know what? Um, it's a very good yeah, song. We're not making fun of what he did, but uh, God, it's it's bad. 
I mean, hey, the man deserves a, a finger pointing at him all day, every day. So I, I it's a gray area, folks. But, but it's not really gray. Oh, oh, no, no. Whether whether it's safe to point at the man. Absolutely horrible. Oh no, absolutely, absolutely. No, I'm uh, talking but, about different things, but folks. But with the song, you don't see nothing wrong with a little bumping grind. That's where we are. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, just freaking opens up the song, my mind's telling me no, and you know, and that just gets into the really simple, uh, but damn good rhythm, uh, and yeah, yeah, he, he does that thing throughout this whole song where he's grunting and yelling, um, to show off the voice, which most of the time I hate when songs do that, but you know, when he does it and I believe I can fly, you love it. Uh... Ah, but but it's but it's funny. He's making noises as if he's actually flying in that song, and just imagining a guy fly. A- anyway, anyway, uh, too much fun. Um, yeah, yeah no, yeah, we do not have fun with uh, that. Watch, watch the movie uh, Project X. Uh, this song comes in it, and the whatever uh, one of the characters is like, "This is my favorite song," <laughs> you know, to cheer up one of his friends during a party. And it's just, it's graceful. Uh, fucked up movie uh, in many ways. Uh, definitely recommend. But anyway, yeah, yeah, no. Just a, just a groovy, nice little little sexy romantic song. Um, yeah. Yeah, bump and grind. Alright. Um, number four for me. Fields of Gold, Sting. You know him, you love him. <laughs> uh, he was in the police and then he wasn't. Uh... Yeah, you know, the song like, Fields of Gold, you know, it's a beautiful fucking song. Uh, if Brennan's not performing it like a joke. Uh, uh, no, it's a good and song. It's, it's one of those, just, it feels very like, like walking in the sunset in the fucking field. And, and the sun's coming down and, and you have an Englishman singing at you and. <laughs> you know, you, you just drank a pint of whiskey and you're, oh, you're, going, to, you're going to ride the horses or some shit. I don't fucking know. It's dangerous. Anyways, yeah. Don't don't drink and ride horses. Um, yeah. Fields of Gold. That's one you put on your love making list. Uh, and, and you just let Sting marinate you or serenade you or however you want it done. Um, that dude's like 67 years old, man. Isn't that wild? Wow. Yeah, he's two thirds of the way there. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh if, yeah. If you haven't heard this song, which I I would I find it hard to believe, but who knows? Uh, check it out. It's a great fucking song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, Bryn. Number three. This one's a good old one that like pretty much nobody knows, but uh, "Too Young to Die" by Jamiroquai. Um, probably my favorite song by the band, um, you know, the Stevie Wonder impersonator, Jamiroquai. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a freaking, like, like this song is just the, the dude yelling a bunch of like, Hey, politicians, watch out. Uh, people are too young. The, the kids, the too young to die. I don't know. It, it's just, but like, okay. A lot of generic, Hey, politics without really having much of a, um, aim much of a direction per se but instrumentally it's a good jazzy thing like a damn good trumpet solo most of the way through it and it is freaking pretty uh, the chorus is just him scatting do 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 uh, you know that's it sped up three times 
Um, that sounds terrible. No. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I'm not. I'm not the man with the hat singing. Um, but no, it is good. Oh, Jason Moran's, yeah. Oh yeah. I you know I can't say the song is for everybody, but if you like your jazz rhythms and trumpet solos and instrumental highlights. Uh, with some good old doo-doos. Uh, I freaking love this song a lot. Uh, Too Young to Die by Jamiroquai. Yeah, Jamiroquai. He's uh, he's good with that virtual insanity song that you hate. And, uh, I, I don't hate it. I, I just think it's, it's his Don't Stop Believing in Mr. Jones and Harrison Shine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has plenty more to offer. Guys, listen to this one. Virtual Insanity's fine, but also, oh, I, I like this one more. Calling him out. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, number three. Um, you know, you know what's better than Ezra? Um, not Ezra. Better than Ezra is the band. But anyways, uh, they're my number three uh, with a great song, Porcelain. Um, this, this is one of those songs that I, I had heard it a lot. Um, because I, I love Better Than Ezra. They're one of my favorite bands. But, um, I don't know. I just feel like this song always got caught up in, uh, in the songs like it was just another song for the longest time but then one day i just really listened to it and it's a very creepy song it's it's uh from the perspective of i almost want to say it sounds like an incel or some type of guy you know oh yeah an Uh, involuntary cell one of those folks yeah he just he's like you got a lot of nerve show your face around here uh dredge up all my feelings uh well, I wish I could shake some sense into you, walk out the door, but your skin is like porcelain. And it, it's a creepy fucking song. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't uh, condone creepy activities or anything like that. But, but this is such a good fucking song. Like, I don't know. It just there's a lot of emotion in it, and and it's a very passionate sounding song. And check it out. Um, just yeah, it's it's one of those wow songs. You know, it builds and it builds and it builds, and um, yeah, just give it a give it a listen. It it sounds like a Dateline episode almost, but uh, yeah, I don't know. you know the the acoustic guitar stripped back with a little bit of echo. You know, you just can't go wrong. I I love it too. Um, so yeah, yeah, time for number two. Shit, it's getting real already. Uh, my number two is Cream by Wu-Tang Clan. And there are so many songs that I could have put for my fave of Wu-Tang Clan. You know, freaking, you know, listen to Dumb Mystery of Chess Boxing. Love that song. Um, and pretty much the entire, you know, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. You gotta listen to it. You know, hip-hop ain't for everybody. But this album is so important to the history of the whole genre. I just absolutely love it going between uh you know serious themes to fun you know shit so cream casuals everything around me uh you know just a nice um uh, okay greg's showing me a picture online uh from like wish or something of the nirvana shirt that has hansen on it that he uh, has so we're we're living in the matrix right here uh anyway yeah yeah just a a nice, fairly, uh, you know, serious song, you know, about the upbringing of Inspector Deck and Raekwon, and, uh, and then Method Man just yelling, cash rules everything around me, cream, get the money, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. And uh, it samples that uh, Charmel's As Long As I've Got You, 
And that is a freaking beautiful song with the uh, piano thing at the very beginning that they take. Uh, just a nice, eerie, nostalgic whole vibe I get from it. Absolutely love this song, uh, Cream. Yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with Prince's Cream. Uh, shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, those guys are just legends. Legends of the industry. Uh, and you have like ODB, Old Dirty Bastard. He was great in that uh, Ghetto Superstar song that Oof. you hate. Hey, man, he's featured in plenty of songs. Yeah. He can do no wrongs. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, for he's, he's the man. Rest in peace, ODB. He uh, died from a drug overdose. Uh, very sad. Yeah, he, he, had a, he had a wacky last entire, okay, I can't say last number of years of his lifetime. He was just a wacky uh, gentleman altogether. Uh, you know, peace be unto him. Yeah. See ya. Fun guy. Uh, all right. Uh, we're up to our top two. This is gonna, this is gonna separate the men from the boys here, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, my number two, Duran Duran had a self-titled album in 1993. Uh, some people call it the wedding album. I call it, uh, one of Duran Duran's best albums. But that's not the point. Uh, the point is my number two is Ordinary World by Duran. It's one of those songs that I heard a little bit as a kid, and it just sounded so grandiose and uh, impactful, and I never heard it after that. I, I probably didn't hear it for like 15 years. And I don't know. It's just it's a good fucking song. You know, you think of Duran Duran as those like pop rocky guys from the 80s, and they, they got their uh, new wave shit, and, and they're just a fun British band. But uh, check out their 1993 album. Come Undone is a great song. But Ordinary World is just, it's its almost uh, transcendent. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's got such a big feeling to it. Um, so, I don't know. Well, it, it makes me feel, every time I hear it, it just makes me feel that, uh, that feeling on the inside. You get whatever you feel, like, boom. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, well, funny thing, it's my number one. Yeah, let's, let's um, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, it's just, it's a freaking power ballad. You know all the damn hair hair bands gotta have one thing? Well, you know, I'm, I'm calling them all out. Ordinary World's like the best of uh, what I'll call that style. Um, it is freaking as close to a perfect song as I can think. I mean, I... Maybe it draws on a minute longer than it needs to. But, hey, you can't go complaining if a song is girthy. You know, I was freaking talking about an 11-minute-long one earlier. We love those girthy songs, don't we? Oh, yeah, girth. Just get a little bit of that girthy song in your ear, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All day long. But, yeah, no, it, it is just freaking beautiful. You just, you know, blast it in the car, and, uh, and you're having a good time. Uh... You know, I, I don't know how much uh, I can say about it that hasn't already been said. Throwback to the first regular show when I mentioned it a couple of times. Uh, good, good song. I absolutely... Oh, jeez, I burped for the second time. You guys, fucking pig. Cover your eyes, guys. Um, yeah, yeah, no. My number one ordinary world. Uh, good shit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of those songs. It was really hard to 
to not put it my number one, but I didn't want to copy you because I feel like I knew that was going to be your number nah, one. Nah, jeez. But that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, there's just one song in my life that I could always go back to as a kid, and uh, and like Ordinary World, it just it hits you. It fucking hits you. And that is Round Here by Counting Crows. I, I feel like I sound like Casey Kasem sometimes when I'm talking <laughs> about these fucking songs. <laughs> This is one of those songs from my childhood. Just kidding, because I'm old. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I was Shaggy in a cartoon once, and here we are, and okay. Um, <laughs> and okay. <laughs> there that's it. it. I, don't, I don't fucking know what you would say. Hey, no, that's exactly it. It's the year 1993, and the Counting Crows are uh, hitting the top of the billboards, and uh, anyways... Um, Around here, it starts out with like this really weird low, low, low bass, like, you know, like a, like a uh, <laughs> organ chord or something like that. Good. And then it, it starts that riff. Beautiful. And it's just, you know, step out uh, to the fog where no one notices the contrast, the white on white. And, um, I know I fucked up the words, but my brain is not not doing yeah, all, good right now. All I'm, you I'm a little fans bit tired. who know the lyrics from the top of your head, no one notices. Uh, yeah, you know, you know yeah. the fucking song. I gotta hear that song again. But anyways, <laughs> it, it it just builds, and it's like three different songs in one. Yeah, you know, and uh, Adam Duritz, you feel you feel like you're walking in his shoes, and and there's this desperation in the song. Just from the beginning um, to the end, it takes you on a trip that that's emotional. I don't think they ever captured it in, a different, in another song. Yeah, no. yeah, no, and, it is. It's just, I don't know. It's one of those songs that, you you know, I'm not a big lyric man, I'm a sound man, but it, it's got both, uh, especially lyric. I mean, I know you used to laugh at it as a kid because we'd go, round here, and, you know. Yeah, yeah. She's we, sad, she's we, sad. We yeah. love the kind of cross. And, uh, I don't know, just, uh, from the day that I heard that song, till the day I die, I don't think there will be a better song to come out in the year 1993. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a good sentence. Thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, yeah, check it out. Obviously, you've heard that song before. I, everybody's heard that song before. Uh, but just what a what a beautiful, fantastic fucking song. Um, Brennan, do you have anything you want to say? Anything I want to say? Um, I took a snippet of a lyric from a song in 1993 that I'd like to. We we ready for this little beast of a line? Alrighty, so uh, three eleven. You'll love them, because I told you you do. Uh, they got a song called Hydroponic. It came out in this year. Uh, it's pretty much just um, Earth Earth is cool. You know, that's pretty much all it is. So the line, uh, well, verse here is, Everything I eat is from the earth, right? I am what I eat, straight up earth, right? Nothing but a walk-in sack of earth. Nice to meet ya. And, that, and that's it. That's... That's like one of the greatest sets of words that I've ever heard. Everything I eat is straight up earth. Um, which, you know, never a truer sentence has been spoken. 
Um, but yeah, also, you know, check out the song. It's, it's, you know, planting the seeds for Limp Bizkit. You know, how much more dignified can a band's, uh, arsenal get than inspiring, uh, that stuff? <laughs> Whoa, error is the color of your energy. Yeah, we love 311. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'll end it on this, uh, you know, we're all brothers and sisters out there. Don't uh, don't be a dick. It's love, a... love your fellow man and woman, and uh, peace, peace, peace be to you. peace be to you. There, Sorry, I sound like yeah. Porky fucking pig. Yeah. I, you know, pretty much just you know, as Ice T said, if you're a dick, eat several dicks. Please. But also, best of luck to you. You know, everybody's always improving. Show some love. Even to the folks who need to eat several dicks. You know, we're always making progress. Much love. But, uh, yeah, you guys just uh, be good. Be good to each other. Spread the love. All right. See Crest out.